Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Oh my God, I absolutely love that. They are having, they're knocking socks out of that, aren't they, for sure? And that is the sound there of Amy Adams and Maya Rudolph having a ball as the two baddies there in Disenchanted. And it was great to see such brilliant coverage during the week of Panto stars Irene Warren and Shirley McCarthy, who are also playing the baddies in the Everyman Panto. Irene is the evil stepmother. And of course, over in the Opera House, Shirley McCarthy relishing her role as a baddie there as well. That would be appearing well worth hearing lashing out a tune like that I have absolutely no doubt at all and instead I'm joined in studio by two guests who are the furthest thing from baddies you could ever (laughs) (laughs) you could ever say Hmm. so Marguerite O'Connor and Jim O'Manny it's great to see the two of you in this morning and in fact while we're here to talk about gigs that are coming up the two of you have practically just rolled in from gigs you know you're like the typical um Jobbing actors. You, yeah, like one gig to another. Like you're barely barely off. Barely, did you get to bed at all? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, just about. Not um, uh, well, about eight or ten hours ago, I think, yeah. So I was playing at the Kingsley last night, so it was really nice to, to be up there and to be singing some jazz and uh, some easy listening music. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's wonderful to be in here. Not sure we could have made it, but uh, skis at the, at the ready and made it in this morning. It's great. <laughs> skis. Oh my God. Like, I know over the past number of years we've talked bits and pieces Jim about uh, concerts you've done and the piano music you're playing and that sort of thing so coming into Christmas albums that I come back time and time and time again to are like jazz piano at Christmas and stuff like that they're just gorgeous soundtracks to have on in the background and like you you must relish all of that do you? Uh, it's it's great, yeah. I spend any spare time that I have on Spotify just looking up old playlists, jazz music, um, you know, Frank, Dean, Sammy, Ella. Um, you know, they really kind of started the whole kind of Christmas crooner, Christmas crooners type music. So uh, being able to, to dig back into the archives and listen to them, it's it's wonderful. Any excuse, but particularly once December rolls around, it's great to, oh, yeah. to be able to dig back into it again. And like the whole Rat Pack, they had just... A ball when they were around together. And I know uh, I have another great album. I must lash into it next week. The Rat Pack at Christmas again. Mm. You know, every single one of them just, you know, when they were recording it and singing it, Mm. that they were just... Yeah, in yeah. the zone and enjoying every second. I think they would have lasted about five minutes. T- <laughs> this this kind of time of year that we have, or, or, or mm. this this culture that we have. But uh, back then, you could get away with a lot more. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure they would have been uh, acceptable um, in in 2022. But back then, uh, there was it was it was the way people people were. And uh, yeah, Frank Dean and Sammy, when they got in the studio, they just they just had fun. Uh, a lot of the recording sessions that they had, they actually. Had uh, waiting lists for people to to come in and sit and and watch wow. watch them record. Um, wow. Yeah, it was a who's who of Hollywood be knocking at the door saying, "Can we come to one of your recording sessions?" So you can imagine the kind of fun and, and mayhem would be would be happening then. And we're going to be talking a little bit about particularly Frank Sinatra now as well this morning. But Marguerite, you wouldn't be singing the Rat Pack songs per se, but you do have a whole other range of I do. yeah, we do. Um, yeah, so I've I've barely had any sleep on Marie just to pick up on that point as you can probably hear and uh, yeah so I was singing on um, a cruise uh, last night 
around the harbour of Cork. And, oh, I thought uh, it was the Mediterranean or something. Well, yeah. I wish. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I went from a cruise to a corporate function and uh, went home and started wrapping presents. So, yeah, because that's what you do. I was in you are Christmas so mode. ahead of the game. <laughs> totally. Um, so, yeah, we, we um, I do, I do a mix of kind of jazzy stuff with Ella Fitzgerald and a few more of the... I'd say today I could probably pull off one of uh, Frank Sinatra more <laughs> with the dome. But, um, so, uh, but yeah, so we do. We mix up, uh, yeah, a lot of you know the cheesy pop stuff and a broad range really across all the Christmas gigs. So, trying to uh, accommodate for everybody. So. What's it like singing on the Cork Harbour cruise going around? Oh, it's Everyone rolls oh on. God. I mean, I know we were talking last week about the improv panto and the. Um, yeah, the, the adult panto and how many people come into that, you know, after a Christmas party or in a, yeah. in a party mood. I imagine it's the same on the boat. Oh, the same. So I had one on Wednesday night, which left at half four in the in the afternoon. Oh. And oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nighttime yeah. cruise. Um, and it was gorgeous. The sun was setting and it was beautiful and it was, you know, it was a lot more mellow. Um, and then last night was specifically for Christmas. So, yeah, I'd say people were merry. <laughs> and bright, maybe not so bright this morning. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it was just, it was two and a half hours of like a bit of pop stuff, but mostly Christmas songs and getting people to join in, having a bit of sing along and the boats decorated. And uh, yeah, it was lovely, lovely. I've seen that boat pulled up outside yeah. the, the port of Cork and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I've never been out in it. I have done the Harbour Cruiser on Kinsale, mm. which I will do again in the summer because, yeah. you, you know, there's such amazing history you get in the harbour. And I never knew that all of the little areas around Kinsale and uh, the old head and everything, that they were such a Gaeltacht area yeah. for mm. so long. Like that was a revelation to me. So um, like, you, people aren't going on this Cork Harbour cruise now for their bit of star <laughs> and their bit of gay. It's definitely Do for you know what? The, a party. Uh, during the week, uh, the earlier one we did, so there was a mix of a tour and singing, oh wow, and yeah. you know your tea or drinks or whatever you wanted. Last night was yeah purely Christmas cruise and people were mingling, chatting. It's all seated. You can stand up. There's pod tables. You can dance. At one point, there was a conga line. Um, to Jingle Bell Rock <laughs> so indoors just for to say that yeah so yeah we didn't lose her. anyone overboard or anything so we, we, we did well but um, no it was amazing and you know you see all the lights and all the Christmas trees around yeah. the city and uh, yeah the tour the tour is fantastic but uh, I think it's just obviously at night time it's kind of mm. uh, pointless pointing out some of the but as you said it's amazing to do it because you know you go abroad and you see all these wonderful sights and facts as you said and you never do it on your own uh, doorstep. Oh totally. So yeah. yeah so it's 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 really really lovely. Yeah, it was lovely to, to kind of have the introductory one actually on Wednesday it was lovely. Um, that was a private charter and uh, got the full tour and yeah but I, I think last night people were uh, happier just to have Christmas cheer and songs and a bit of mulled wine and it was lovely. And yeah, we're so into lovely. that now like this week um is kind of like the the top week, if you like, for mm. uh, everyone packing in Christmas carol concerts and fundraisers and, and that sort of thing. There are more next week, of course, but the pressure is on people, I guess, uh, this week because everyone tries to get them in before the kind of crush of Christmas happens. And the two of you have some fantastic concerts coming up this week, which I'd love to talk about. And Jim, Connor, myself, we went to yeah. the artistry of Frank Sinatra when you performed it first. 
out in the Rory Gallagher Theatre. Yeah, I love the I love the way you refer to him as Frank. Like he's like you know him fairly well at this stage. Frank, yeah, yeah. At, at this stage, yeah, he's, he feels like my alter ego, uh, Connor. Yeah, um, this I'm looking forward to doing it. We're doing it Monday and Tuesday night in the Rory Gallagher Theatre again, which is just a, a beautiful theatre. Uh, it's right in the middle of what was CIT, now we're MTU. Uh, it's just a, a lovely 110 seater, mm. intimate theatre, uh, beautiful stage. Um, Tim Feely has done a beautiful job with the lighting design. Um, and yeah, it'll, it'll just be wall to wall Frank Sinatra for, um, for two acts. So, uh, it runs for about 90 minutes. Uh, you get the full story of Frank from his early years in the rustic cabin when he started as a singing waiter all the way through to his stadium tours, um, and, and his retirement. So it's everything in between. The challenge was trying to squeeze everything into, into 90 minutes. I have no doubt about it, but the, the thing is that you did. And it was just so gently and beautifully done. Yeah, it worked very well. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Connor. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, you talked about his uh, beginnings as a jobbing waiter and that sort of thing. And like, he was um, like a grifter, wasn't he? You know, like he really stuck at it and uh, he had ambition. He, he really was, yeah, yeah. From from his earliest days, um, I, I read a great story of him. Just uh, when he was a young kid, he'd spend his nights down at the railroad track watching the trains. And uh, when someone asked him, you know, why do you spend so much time down there, he said, "I wanted to see where they go," because uh, he knew that Hoboken wasn't wasn't for him. He knew his his life was way beyond that. So, first chance he got, then he got to New York and uh, jazz clubs and the speakeasies and uh, he was he was still a kid when Billie Holiday was starting out so he was able to, to watch her and other people um, and he just learned his craft. Um, I think he spent about three months in high school before the principal decided it's probably not for you so moves him off on his way. Um, see, this is the thing I love about it now because I know you cover all of that in the show and I know I heard it all before but it just goes to show you how many things you kind of forget doesn't it? Mm. You know like I, I don't remember all of that, even though now that you're saying it to me, now it's bringing it back. And uh, it makes me want to go and see the show again. Great. Well, we loved it. Yeah. It's the kind of show I would definitely go Great, and, and see again. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I loved, there was a, another bit that, is it, you were saying that like when he was starting out first and he did eventually get a manager, um, you know, we look at, the adulation for the Beatles subsequently, or even people like Harry Styles now going around the place mm. and girls just screaming. They can't hear a word he's singing, but they're just screaming over him. And it was the same for Frank Sinatra when he started off. You know, all the girls were screaming, but yeah. they were paid. They, they were. There's a story going on that apparently they were paid. As his manager, George Evans, apparently was a, was a very canny individual. So mm. I think uh, there was a little bit of, of that. But, um, the Bobby no, Soxers. The Bobby Soxers, as they were called, yeah. It got so bad that in, in 1944, there was 30,000 of them stormed into Times Square and they had to, to bring in a whole riot crew to try and keep them under control. Um, well, his first night actually in the Paramount in, in 1943, I think it was 1942 or 1943, um, he was on the bill with Benny Goodman um, and Benny Goodman said he genuinely feared for his life when Frank was um, was was announced on stage because, you know, they were used to playing in very sedate environments and yeah. Frank came on stage and he said they just tried to rip him to pieces and he was on stage trying to push them back and um, so yeah, it was it was a different time. Was, it, that was really the, the kind of start of the revelation of, um, of, of teenage teenage female fans just and, and Bobby Sox as you said. Yeah, mm. complete hysteria. You're expecting that Monday and Tuesday yeah. so yeah, we've got a full, we've got a full riot crew. Yeah, a full <laughs> I wish. No, no, I'm not paying anyone to come and do that. No, no. Um, but, but you yeah. have the most 
gorgeous way in this particular show. Um, you know, you stand, you you embody Frank Sinatra when you perform. I don't know how you manage to almost make yourself just look uh-huh. like Frank Sinatra and sound like Frank Sinatra on stage in the most sensitive, gentle way, taking us through the story of his life. I mean, he came this, not just this incredible recording star, not just part of the whole rap pack scene and all the kind of crazy characters that would have surrounded him, but his his Hollywood career, you talk about that and you go through music from the movies and, you know, the amount of research that went into it, Jim, is just something else. Yeah, I, I didn't start out to, to write a, um, a kind of a script or, or, or a story. Uh, I just got really interested in his music and started reading biographies and one biography led to another. I read uh, one by his valet, I read one by his daughter, I read one by his manager, uh, his recording engineer, and then lots of other uh, biographies written by other people who were researching him. So, before I knew it, I was starting to accumulate lots of it anecdotal stories and then um, I just I had gone to see uh, Aidan Dooley perform Tom Crean about mm-hmm. uh, 10 mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. and like that I was just captivated by someone on stage being able to capture an audience and keep them in that narrative for, for 90 minutes so that's the kind of um, uh, that's the the model or the template that I was hoping to to go with, um, you know, to to be able to be there and tell the story of Frank Sinatra. Because not only do you have the story, but you have the music as well. So the whole plan was to put the two together. I'll tell you what. Speaking of the music, we're going to take an ad break, and I think I might persuade you to maybe give us a piece from Frank after this. No Would problem. You? Would love Excellent. It. Let's do it. So. Here's another Christmas hit on Cork's 96FM and C103. With your local mace, amazing value, sure to make you smile this Christmas. Frosted window panes, candles gleaming inside painted candy canes on the tree Santa's on his way he's filled his sleigh with things things for you and for me it's that time of year When the world falls in love Every song you hear Seems to say Merry Christmas May your New Year dreams come true And this song of mine In three-quarter time Wishes you and yours the same thing too Santa's on his way He's filled his sleigh with things Things for you and for me It's that time of year When the 
girl falls in love Every song you hear seems to say Merry Christmas May your New Year dreams come true And this song of mine In three-quarter time Wishes you and yours The same thing too Merry Christmas Definitely do a Bula Boss over that. Oh, well done. Jim O'Mahony singing live here in studio for us on Cork's 96 FM and C103, celebrating the artistry of Frank Sinatra. Now, you can, yeah, pull the mic down there, uh, Jim, and drop it down a little bit. And Karen Underwood, I'm so thrilled to also welcome you into studio. So we're going to share that mic there between the two of you guys. Work away with that. It's great to see you. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Hello, hello, hello. You're all looking so dressed up and festive. I have to tell the listeners, Marguerite and myself are wearing our Christmas jumpers. Karen is not quite dripping in gold, but you're dressed in hot, <laughs> festive pink. And Jim O'Mahony is actually in bow tie. We are really doing this in style this morning. So <laughs> Especially for you, Emily. It's great to see everyone making a bit of an effort, yeah, isn't sure. it? It is, yeah. it is, it is. Yeah. Karen, um, you have some fantastic concerts coming up this week. Uh, I'm so thrilled to see the Christmas concerts in the Cork Opera House back live, full audience, which is great. Tomorrow night is practically sold out. There's only a handful. Yeah. But there are tickets still available for Tuesday night. So There are, and this is a concert, baby, baby. If there's ever one, a Christmas concert done at Cork Opera House, this is one certainly not to be missed because of the, the, the different types of music. I mean, Kim Sheehan, I mean, it doesn't, you know... Uh, soprano extraordinaire and the fact that Rowan will be joining uh, me and a lot of us on the stage I can't give too much away but it's definitely one not to be missed oh no listen yeah. the Christmas concert is just yeah. one night of joy it's one of those nights you kind of go home with a smile a pain in your face from smiling you know usually. you know that yeah. Christmas is really and sore off. hands from clapping <laughs> you know which is which is fantastic and the children I know <laughs> <laughs> there are children performing every year at it, and it's it's just so special. Um, so that's that's really exciting. That's not the only Christmas gig that's kind. You have an un Christmas gig. Yeah, that's up. right. <laughs> that's right. After okay. Christmas in City Hall, after Christmas in the Cork Opera House, maybe people want to hear something different from Karen Underwood and John O'Brien. <laughs> and I came up with the idea of the un Christmas. Now, that doesn't mean I won't sing a Christmas song if if requested to do so, but I really would like to just share some of the love, some of the stories. Um, I do have a Christmas story that I'll be sharing, uh, but uh, not necessarily a Christmas song. Okay. I just think as people have heard it on the radio, replayed, replayed over and over and over and over again, they've gone to the Christmas concerts, they've been to the Christmas parties with the with the. Uh, Lexa playing all the Christmas hits, <laughs> and and then maybe they just want to hear... Billy Holiday, or maybe they just want to hear a great chill, a evening. great tune, you know? Yeah. Time and for stories. great tunes, yeah. And I know, like, you'd have time for chat and talk and everything about Chicago, and you must be just like your, your Chicago battery must be topped up there from having finally, after 
two and a half ridiculous years of yeah. not being able to go home and see your family. That's right. You finally did. I finally did. I had a solid month with my family and it was glorious. You know, it's family. You know, family are like wow. fish, you know, after three days. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it was still wonderful. I, I take them all over again. Fish and all. Uh, it was it was fantastic to connect with Auntie Cake. You know, she's one of my faves, and Auntie Mona, and and, and my family, my brothers and my sisters. If you if you haven't hugged your brothers and sisters, your siblings yeah. for nearly three years, actually, it was two mm. years, nine months. Very hard. Yeah. Very hard. You know, it's not good for your mental health. You know. Now I well, do that have was some family. hug. I'd say was it? Oh uh, well, it was more of a smother. <laughs> <laughs> more of a smother, and they spoiled me rotten. Mm. My brothers in particular, they really. We're just glad to have me in. And I loved it so much that I just did a turnaround and booked another trip for March. <gasps> well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you'd be dead yeah. long enough. And, you know, so you yeah. better you better get moving. Do it, doing it, do stuff, it. you know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. I'm, I'm really excited that I've had that. I never, I never have gone home for Christmas. I've always was here with the kids, you know. So mm. this Christmas I have Christiane in her new home and... Mm. You know, and I have, you know, myself and the wife will be in Douglas and, you know, the kids are all in Douglas and I'll spend some time with my friend John O. You know, I do, I do John O. Um, I'll see John O over the Christmas. I don't yeah. know what day. He's, he's kind of just having a quiet one this Christmas. So mm. yeah, I'm looking forward to just you, working with him. And the two, uh, the two of them, John O'Brien and mm. Karen Underwood together, they don't just make beautiful music. They also make beautiful Great food. <laughs> and John O'Brien is like yeah. king of the cocktails, I have yeah. to say. So that, that'll be well worth it. But also, <coughs> um, you know, that concert in the White Horse. And we're going to give people the details of all these concerts as well. Yeah, the, the 22nd way, of, of, of December. Yes. Yeah. Tickets for that are available on um, Event. Right, exactly. Um, Jim, that celebration of the artistry of Frank Sinatra is tomorrow night and Tuesday night. Yeah, it's tomorrow night and Tuesday night. Uh, tickets available from arts.mtu.ie. So if you go mm. on to arts.mtu.ie, you should be able to, to get details. Uh, and speaking of on Christmas, um, it is the artistry of Frank Sinatra at Christmas, but it's still his story, so there's very little Christmas music there. So yeah. just a disclaimer, if you want to come and hear Christmas music, you'll hear a little bit, but it's 90% um, Sinatra yeah. music from uh, you know his, his regular hits rather than the, the Christmas albums. I know, but the thing is also... It kind of has that nostalgia feeling, which we're all seeking anyway at Christmas. You know, yeah, Christmas is when we're going to watch all the old <laughs> movies and just revel in all of that. And I think a little bit of that whole uh, 60s era is something we kind of return to, besides great, the Dickensian yeah. stuff, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's full of that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. great. Thanks. Yeah. We'll come back and remind people of those all the details before the end of the show. But Marguerite, mm. normally we're talking every year this time about the Christmas, Christmas jingle. jingle. Yeah, mm. so um, yeah, so we go all Christmas. Yes, <laughs> two hours on. on. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Um, so yeah, so we're doing something different this year because again, we can have people around and uh, in abundance. So we will be singing from the balcony on the Oliver Plunkett um, next Saturday. So we're... Just bringing it back to, I suppose, now we're doing it Native Charity again. Um, Enable Ireland is the charity again this year. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's, we're just, they, now sadly they've gotten rid of the Christmas tree to fit us up there. But um, yeah, we're just going to go for like two hours straight of Christmas music. Um, and there'll also then obviously be mulled wine reception bites into the Oliver Blanket. You can get tickets again on the, on Eventbrite under Starlight Entertainment and uh, yeah so we're just going to sing Christmas tunes for you know because people haven't heard enough of them for, uh, <laughs> for two hours straight no, we and, haven't um, we no haven't. but it's just yeah. to have some live music back and again 
you know, I suppose we missed the Christmas lighting this year and, you know, people want to kind of come in and gather and stuff like mm. that and obviously to be safe. Um, but yeah, it's just to do something different. You know, you know me by now, I'm like, what can we do different? Uh, so I've, yeah, so far I've been singing on a cruise ship, but I'll be singing on a balcony. I feel like I need a, a harness full of tinsel or something <laughs> at this stage. But, uh, Ariel, yeah, yeah. Down yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Uh, the top of the Elysium. Parachuting yeah, on exactly. top, yeah. So that's next year's plan. You're after spoiling it. Um, but yeah, no, we're just, we're keeping it very Christmas and there's food, mulled wine, prosecco, that kind of thing. I get the usual Christmas jingle vibes. There's, you know, prizes will be given out and just a lovely festive and we're keeping it casual, bringing it back down to kind of what it started as which is something affordable for people. They can come in, the money all goes to charity. So yeah. it's it's just, and the, the whole idea of the balcony, if it will probably freeze, but <laughs> it's, um, it's just to kind of get get the music out there and just get the live performances that we've all missed for, mm. God, way, way too the long thing about and do something is, different. It's a Saturday afternoon. You're yeah. doing it at four o'clock in the afternoon, so it's yeah. not a late night gig. So mm. people people can come. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, we'll probably start on the balcony a little bit earlier, so we'll probably be there about three o'clock. Um, and again, yeah, so I suppose the Christmas jingle has always been family friendly and we're actually going to bring in some kids as well to do a little bit downstairs and things like that. And yeah, it's just to involve everyone. Like Karen said, they're the kids at Christmas, you know, you you just love seeing them in the little outfits and everything. And uh, yeah, it's it's family friendly. It's, you know, something obviously we've the panto, we had the city hall, we've so much going on. So well, it's just what I really love about it, Margaret, and sorry to cut across you, but it's one of the things that... I am home. I'm just going to just beat it in for Christmas. And that is Christmas, really, we lost the plot. Some yeah. t- somehow we got caught up in consumerism mm-hmm. of Christmas. And we forgot about whether you believe in the Christ story or not the Christ story. You should believe in the love story that was behind it. And that is to think about somebody other than yourself. Isn't that what it's really all about? Yeah. And enable Ireland to give to charity. It's, it's all about inclusion. Absolutely. So I try to every Christmas do something for charity or definitely give I definitely give to charity mm-hmm. but I would often pop in just to penny dinners or something yeah. and me and John would give a concert Is just because that's where we need to get back to that's what to. it should be about and that's you know? yeah and again it's it's not just the jingle it's it's the guys shows it's the concerts it's <coughs> people coming together and just having fun and you know it, it just makes it all the nicer if it's kind of for a cause um, and I, I was reminded it, a couple of weeks ago by Jerry Miller storyteller that uh, it was Charles Dickens who did the same thing and oh. reminded us with a Christmas carol that it was yeah. about giving yeah. and people who had money had forgotten yeah. <laughs> that those that didn't needed yeah. to be given exactly. at Christmas and that was that, that morality tale he said he kind of brought back Christmas the tradition of Christmas yeah. through that story it was so popular yeah. and I yeah. think lockdown you know when we were all kept away from each other mm. you know like you talked Karen about simply just being able to hug your family mm. That was a present. That was the best yeah. present. And like, uh, you know... I got to lick them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Even mm, better. <laughs> but, but they're looking forward to the visit yeah. March. My chocolate family. <laughs> well, fantastic. At that time, we just, we all suddenly appreciated the slower pace. We all mm. suddenly appreciated the smaller things. And since everything has opened up, it's all wonderful and it's fantastic. But we've kind of got a bit frenetic, I think, a little bit, you know, mm. in a kind of a, a rush to kind of reclaim what we thought we had oh, before yeah. and instead of actually cherishing that little bit of space that we were given to say, okay, actually, this could be a chance to reset mm. to reset that and uh, enable Ireland, what a brilliant charity to I get. I love them. I mean, love like them. even Penny Dinners and uh, Cork Simon and everyone that's doing things. Can you imagine the cold that these yeah. last couple of nights and tonight, yeah. the yeah. plunge it's going to take it's and shocking. the work and the pressure that is under and on all of those incredible volunteers, you know, like they just need our support. Yeah. 
1,000%. Yeah, just to add to that, um, Elmarie, the two shows uh, Monday and Tuesday night are for penny dinners. I should have said that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful to be able to do something like that and give back. And uh, so not only will you get a, a good night of entertainment with Frank Sinatra, but also contributing to a great cause. So, Ah, uh, guys. Yeah. Look, I wouldn't expect anything less <laughs> from the three of you with this incredible hearts that you all have. I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break and I bet we can persuade one of you to give us another tune after this ad break. We'll take a break quickly. We'll be back after these. Here's another Christmas hit on Cork's 96FM and C103. Christmas with your local maze, making your Christmas extra special with festive offers. Better watch out, better not cry. Better watch pot, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list, he's checking it twice. Gonna find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been bad or good So be good for goodness sake You better watch out You better not cry Better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town Well, the kids in girl and boy land They'll have a jubilee They're gonna build that toy land All around that Christmas tree You better watch out You better not cry Better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town Well, he's on his way Lots of toys all over the sleigh Santa, he's coming to town. <laughs> now the funny thing about that is I had my mic ready to go to join in Karen and Marguerite all, and the, the, the three of us just ended up staring at you Jim and just getting swept away with that <laughs> sorry about that sorry we're, we're believers <laughs> so thank you for that thank you for that I, I love it love it love it uh, it's the season for all of that and by the way just listeners I forgot to say and remind you that on Christmas Day morning don't forget here on the Arts House with myself and Connor, we're going to be celebrating choirs from all over Cork. We've been recording some. We've been out and about to a couple of schools. We've been at various rehearsals in cold halls and churches. Uh, We're doing our best to get to as many people that contacted me as possible so that when you are having the madness and mayhem of Christmas morning from 8 o'clock onwards. We'd love you to join us and we will fill your home with the sounds of choirs from all over Cork on Christmas morning. I'll tell you one thing, there is some talent oh out there. Oh my God, it's just been incredible going this around. This is quality material. Oh, yeah, stop. Yeah. Um, some choirs who get together once a week, some choirs which are workplace choirs, some choirs which are children's choirs and everyone just putting their heart and soul into it. So it's uh, going to be a lovely morning here with us and I uh, do hope you can join us on Christmas morning between 8 and 10 to celebrate break choirs of Cork for Christmas. That sounds gorgeous. It will be. It will be. You know, because like we've the there's no point in having it in chat on Christmas Day morning. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is simply going to be um, up the walls. Stuck in the turkey mid, mid yeah. I know, I know. But that's what it's all about. I mean, like, Christmas traditions in your houses, like, who does the cooking? 
We all Karen. Love Karen. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goes without yeah. saying. Um, a bit of cooking. Mary cooks as well, yeah. but oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I do a lot of the cooking. Yeah, we all You're go. We go home washer. to the family home. And, uh, <laughs> you all go where, Mary? We go home to the family home, which is about two minutes across the road. So uh, yeah, so we we all chip in. So it's nice. We can start fall Christmas far from Eve. the Christmas tree, no? No, <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, we we yeah we all go home and we kind of chip in. We do a bit on Christmas Eve and then Christmas morning and go for the Christmas walk and visits and stuff like that. So it's lovely. Yeah, it's lovely. Nice. What about you, Jim? Yeah, it's shared. Shared. That, oh, that's, really? that's the party line. Shared. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> shared. What's your What's your speciality? Peeling the sprouts, or do you do um, um, singing? Yeah. <laughs> Do you mix the uh, specials? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, uh, I, I do. I do pretty good. Um, let me think. It's time for an ad break. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that one. Nice yeah. cup out there, Tony. Yeah. Not going to yeah. get away I can with buy that. The kettle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, like, there's only two of us, obviously myself and Connor. So we always go to family as well, Marguerite. Yeah. Um, but we usually do bring something. I bring desserts or starters. Or, yeah. I mean, the family forgive me for my level of cooking, even <laughs> when one year everything I brought was cooked out of a Slimming World recipe book of Christmas <laughs> recipes. They still forgave me. <laughs> Nobody said anything. Mm, it's uh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were probably glad after. Oh dear, oh, dear. Yeah. I'm sure they were. I yeah. saved them so much. Yeah, so exactly. so oh, I did. Yeah. More room for sweets and yeah. chocolate and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Anyway, we're gonna be here, so keep uh, an eye on all the turkeys listening to us. Well, yes, yeah. that's true. That's true, that's true. So I want to remind people of the dates and times and ticket details of the concerts that we've been chatting about over the last few minutes. Uh, first of all, Karen, the Cork Opera House Christmas concerts. There's two of them this year. That's it's correct. the first year they've had a chance to come back with two because last year I know there was hopes for two and it just ended up being the one. Yes. So two concerts. So two concerts. Very few tickets for Monday night. Most of the tickets going at the moment are for Tuesday night. Mm. Um, and it is going to be just an amazing concert. Um, and then I will be in the White Horse in Balancholic on the 22nd. That show is going to kick off at 8 p.m. It's myself and John O'Brien. And I, I came up with this on Christmas. That was a thing I just came up with. Um, oh, no, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. And then, uh, well, somebody could have come up with it before me, but I never heard it. But uh, And I, I just thought, you know, what a great idea for a concert. But at the same time, honoring that it is the Christmas season. So Christmas is still... In the title, you know, I'm looking forward to that. I know, and I know you said you'll have uh, the odd Christmas song in there, but you know, everyone from Nina Simone, yes, Nathan Cole, yes. Aretha Franklin. That's it. That's what I do. That's and what I do. Stories and the stories, and and I really want to share a very special Christmas story. My Christmas came to me from Cork. I got my Christmas back when I moved here. Yes. Um, so I'll share that story and many others, as I always do. And I, I just look forward to being in such an intimate, loving space. In Balancholic. It's oh, just such a lovely place. And the food is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You know, so people yeah. can um, have their dinner first and then go upstairs yeah. into mm. uh, the magic of that backlit yeah. Yeah. concert venue. Yeah. It is gorgeous. It's a great Christmas gift, too, to give someone to say, you know what, Christmas is in the next couple of days. Um, for Christmas, I want to mm. give you a dinner and a, and a, and a concert. Yeah. So that's memories, the, Thursday, that's the Thursday exactly. night before Christmas. That's it? correct. Yeah. The 22nd, tickets for that on Eventbrite. And then tickets for, like, this is like the thing now that people need to kind of maybe write down or they might catch it on the podcast again. <coughs> because, Jim, booking events at CIT or MTU now, 
it's it's slightly different. Like there is a booking system and everything on the whole MTU server, but it's not a, a track or a path that people are really familiar with or used to looking up for kind of booking general gigs and things. And that was our first time going to the Rory Gallagher Theatre out in the MTU complex in Bishopstown when we went to see the artistry of Frank Sinatra. And it was a fantastic theatre. So give people the details of yeah. how to go to this Sinatra concert. I can't tell you enough listeners how much I recommend this yeah, particular concert. You. It's going to be gorgeous. But people will find that booking detail they harder were, to remember. Yeah, it's it's arts.mtu.ie. So arts.mtu.ie. Or if, if you phone up MTU and ask for the arts office, I'm sure they'll they'll help you out. They've been okay. wonderful supporters of the show. Um so it was it was with their collaboration three or four years ago that I started it. So um uh, very, very grateful to them for, for supporting it again this time around. And um yeah, looking forward to it. So arts.mtu.ie. Okay, people should get that. And you should take it on tour, Jim. Be great. You absolutely yeah, have yeah. to take that show on tour. Tour promoters out there would love to chat to them. Yeah. We were talking about this a couple of yeah. years ago. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Clear, Lockdown yeah. actually yeah. kind yeah. of stopped all of that because yeah. Yeah. that was a show ripe for touring. Mm. Super. Like I can see it going to yeah. the Civic. I can see it going to the Theatre Royal in Waterford. I can see it, you know, heading all over the country. You could definitely, definitely take it on tour. And Marguerite then, the Christmas jingle next yeah. Saturday afternoon at four o'clock yeah. in the Oliver Plunkett. Yeah. Can people and just wander in? They, could they can come in, yeah. They mm-hmm. can they can buy tickets at the door and the, the fee all goes to charities, I say. So it's on Eventbrite. So if you That's go well. to Starlight Entertainment uh, on Eventbrite, you'll find the ticket links there. And uh, yeah, so so Christmas jingle, 17th of December. Yeah, and uh, and then we're all probably off gigging and doing various bits, I'd say, for the, for the rest of Christmas as well. So with bands and all sorts. So yeah, it's... Um, yeah, we've uh, I'll be wearing many faces between now and Christmas. I've uh, we've a swing band, we've a function band, we've an ABBA band. So yeah, that's all to come as well. So that, it's all on the social media pages on uh, Starlight Cork is probably the, the simplest. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. It's it's super exciting. Yeah, all well, the Christmassy vibes. You are totally wrapped in it already, seeing as you already started wrapping your Christmas presents. I'm I still have. shopping, <laughs> um, and of course, one of the other things we want to do is remind people to get out and. Please, if you can at all, make sure you're shopping local and buying things in Cork. And uh, especially if you're giving gifts, try and make some, give something that's made in Cork. You know, so I'm a huge fan of all of the arts and crafts that are uh, made around the city and county. That this is the best time of year to say, okay, you know what, give something to somebody that they wouldn't maybe necessarily buy for themselves and support Cork artists as well. That's kind of it from us until next week. We want to get a little bit of music in before we finish up and I have another competition uh, to give the details to you. So from all our guests this morning, I have to say a huge thank you to Marguerite O'Connor. Best of luck with the Christmas jingle. Thank you. Karen Underwood, you and all the guests at the Cork Opera House Christmas concerts. Yeah. Tickets available mostly for Tuesday night, but also for that really special un-Christmas gig Mm. in the Ballincolic White Horse on the 22nd, which is next week. And then Jim, again, the next two nights in MTU, arts.mtu.ie. That's what our arts officer always keeps telling us, arts.mtu.ie. That's where everything is. Yeah, that'll be where everything is. I think I'm just going to spend my week going to your shows. (laughs) (laughs) Likewise, I'll see you on Saturday. And I'll be watching out for those cruises. They sound like fun. They're fun. They're great fun. There's another one on next Saturday as well. I forgot to mention that. So we'll be going from jingle to uh, to the boat. So from balcony to boat. Uh, next Saturday. Yeah. Fair play, guys. Fair play. Wow. <laughs> well done, well done, one and all. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas.